Hey there, Kaniacs. I am Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. You can find it on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, it is once again brought to you by the good folks at Built Bar. It is the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On for $10 off your next order. And today we'll uh, be discussing what Don Waddell, Hurricanes general manager, had to say yesterday in regards to some contract situations, uh, as well as just some other stuff going on there. Um, And we also have the recap of the Ice Pack All Access Episode 1. So let's get on into that stuff, guys, um, because there is a lot to unpack with the... um, Don Waddell uh, press conference thing that he did uh, yesterday. Uh, and I do want to apologize for there not being an episode yesterday. My Chinese food did not sit well and it made me feel sick. Um, so um, getting on into that, um, there is some good news here with this. Um, I know a lot of people have been wanting the Hayden Flurry extension to happen. Uh, well, good news on that front is that uh, the Hurricanes are in daily talks with Warren Fogle and Hayden Flurry as far as contract extensions for them. They are obviously both now restricted free agents, so they got to get something done. But they're wanting to keep those guys in the fold, which really is no surprise there, and they're working hard to get that stuff done um, so they can move on to other stuff. Um, but good to know that they're working on that stuff. Um, so another big one, um, is the Andre Svechnikov extension, um, because following next season, not this off season, but next off season, uh, he would become a RFA restricted free agent, just like, uh, Fogel and Fleury are now. Um, so in really no surprise, they're wanting to go ahead and get something in place, <laughs> Uh, for him, um, so they don't have a repeat of the whole Sebastian Ajo offer, seat, offer sheet situation that happened um, last offseason with Montreal. Um, so really no surprise there. Um, he did go into a little bit of detail on it, um, but you know the big news is they're working hard to get him back, or keep him here, I should say. Um, but he did mention, which really isn't a surprise here, is that uh, it would likely be a bridge deal, um, you know, about two years um, to start off with, um, which would be what he'd get next. Um, and that obviously is due to the current economic situation with the NHL and COVID. Um, so really no surprise there. Um, I imagine, frankly, Fogel and Fleury may get bridge deals as well. Um, so really not a surprise there. And then uh, after that, once things have gotten um, back to normal or as close to normal as things can get, um, then they'd be looking at the long-term deal, like an eight-year um, type thing. I saw, I believe it was like seven and a half to eight million a year um, getting thrown around for that one. So that would be something we'll wait and see. That's obviously going to be a ways down the road. So... 
But it's nice to know that uh, they want to keep Svetch here, which really isn't a surprise, but, you know, it's nice to hear it come from the boss. And someone else um, whose contract also ends at the end of next season is Dougie Hamilton. Um, And, again, no surprise there is that they're probably going to want to get something done before he would even be able to sniff the open market. Um, But... Uh, kind of a negative note there uh, was that there haven't been any talks um, with uh, Dougie's camp um, and they're waiting to see what his market value will be post-COVID. So that kind of stinks there um, that they're not going to go ahead and get something done now, but he is a Norse caliber defenseman, so I understand them wanting for him to get paid, but it was mentioned that he does want to stay here with the Hurricanes. Um, so it's not like, uh, I'm going to go see what I can make you know, elsewhere. And, you know, Not really care you know, if he stays or goes. Um, but he wants to stay and you know, he wants to get the money that he deserves, which is understandable. You know, I think we'd all do the same thing. Um, we'll know that we're getting the best possible salary that we can get. So that's not surprising, but it is you know good to know that he does want to come back, and I imagine they'll be able to work something out sooner rather than later. Um, but again, more on a negative note, uh, as far as people coming back, um, unrestricted free agent Justin Williams. Um, there's obviously been talks of you know is he going to retire? Is he going to come back? What what's going to be the plan there? Um, and when asked about that. Uh, Don Waddell simply said, ask Justin. Um, so they don't know what his plan is. Um, obviously no one does, you know, other than, uh, Justin Williams and his family, maybe a few close friends. Um, so that's just something that we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's weird, uh, as far as what I think he may do. Um, part of me thinks, you know, with, them going out the way they did, you know, in the playoffs, maybe, you know, he'd still have that hunger for it, um, and wanting to come back again, but on the flip side, he's been around for a long time, um, and the, the miles and wear and tear, everything that he's been through, all the injuries, all that stuff adds up over time, and he's not, you know, a young guy anymore, he's not my age, he's not 24, he's in his late 30s, So all that adds up, and he has his family, he has his children, and I'm sure he wants to be able to spend time with them. So if he does decide to retire and call it quits, he's earned it. Um, So that's just something time will have to tell. I imagine we may hear something soon. Um, Well, I also said that last time, and we didn't know until halfway through the season. So... We'll wait and see. I wouldn't necessarily say we'll see soon, but hopefully we see soon, I guess I should say. Um, Now, this was interesting. Um, It was also brought up with the outdoor game. Um, And no surprise, the Hurricanes are still going to be hosting that. Um, They got that. Still no talk of an opponent or whatever, but... They have ordered the jerseys, so that's something. Uh, but that was kind of some old news there. Um, but it was said that we'll likely get pushed back. Um, 
I saw he had mentioned February, um, but we'll see. Um, that's just another thing that time will tell um, as far as what happens with that. It all depends of how the pandemic goes and you know how North Carolina handles things and all that stuff. So kind of not surprised there of that it'll likely get pushed back, you know, barring you know, something great happening, you know, as far as uh, the COVID stuff goes. So really no surprise there. But other than that, really no updates on the outdoor game. Other than I can't wait for it to happen because it's going to be awesome. And on a final note, um, we mentioned uh, Justin Williams becoming an unrestricted free agent. Um, you also have two others, um, uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Sammy Votnin, but they, you know, he said that he, uh, he does like them, uh, but they're likely going to be testing the open market. Um, so they're going to be entering free agency. I don't really think that's a surprise to any Hurricanes fans there, of uh, these two guys entering free agency. Um, Sammy Votnin, yeah, he's definitely a rental, um, just to get us through, and then TVR, yeah, I've seen some things, yeah, he, he has been steady, um, but he was way, way down this year, he did not play to the, uh, level that he's capable of, um, obviously, you know, he was coming off of injury, and all that stuff, so it's completely understandable, but, you know, even when, you know, he was 100%, he, he just wasn't producing the way he had been. Um, so I understand, you know, the Hurricanes not necessarily uh, re-signing them right out the gate, like right now. Um, but it was said that, you know, if the price is right um, for them to come back, you know, and they could work something out, then they'd be willing to bring them back. Um, so the door isn't completely shut on those two guys leaving for good. Um, but it's going to be likely that they may be wearing a different uniform next year so that's just something that any fans of those guys they just need to be ready for uh that these guys very well could be wearing i don't know an anaheim ducks and a minnesota wild jersey next season i, I don't know uh we'll just have to wait and see uh what happens with their stuff um so before we move on guys i do want to tell you guys once again, about longtime show sponsor, uh, rockauto.com. Rock Auto has helped out many, many people all over uh, the country. Um, they have an amazing selection of car parts on their website, and their website is extremely easy to navigate. I know sometimes that stuff can be kind of intimidating. You go on there, and you're like, oh, my God, there's so much stuff. There's so many years, makes so much stuff much of that stuff but it's super easy to go in there and find what you need you just put in the year the make of your car and then the model of your car and then you just go down find out what you need and it's broken down into little criteria whether it be something for your wheels like oh yes you need some new lug nuts or your air conditioning is messed up you need some new headlight bulbs whatever it's all going to be broken down really easy for you to find um, for regardless of what you what you drive, whether it's super old, super new, they're gonna have what you need. And at RockAuto.com, whenever you find out what you need, you get in your cart, 
you're checking out, make sure in the little how did you hear us box that you say that you heard about them from Locked On. Type that down there. Um, so at rockauto.com, you'll get an amazing selection at reliably low prices for all the car parts you will ever need. So uh, one thing that was cool that happened uh, the other day is that the NC State Ice Pack, they put out the first episode of their new little docuseries on YouTube. Um, it's called Ice Pack All Access. And in this, um, it detailed you know, the first practices uh, after tryouts. They got their team together, all that jazz. So congratulations to all those guys that made the team uh, first off. And yeah, I put out a little thing on Twitter of my first initial thoughts. But I'll be going into that a little bit more detail here. Um, but some of my first initial thoughts for that was the new weight competition center down there in Morrisville is absolutely beautiful. Obviously, in this, we only saw a little snippet of it, just where the ice pack stuff is. Um, but the rinks and just that surrounding area is all super, super nice. Um, and then in their locker room, they put in a lot of work in there over the summer. I know a few of the players, uh, they helped build that. And it was kind of funny in there uh, at the beginning. They're like, you know, this thing's going to stay clean. Um, so that was funny there. But I am very looking forward to seeing uh, more of the weight competition center, whether it be in the ice pack content, hurricanes content, whatever. I'm really excited to be able to see it. And then eventually whenever are able to go up there um, and see it um, in person. Um, and then another thing, uh, just off the top of their media guy, Zach, that he did a great job putting this thing together. Um, I was really surprised about how good it was. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really good. Um, but, yeah, he did a great job putting it together. I love the opening shot of uh, the wolf statues there at NC State. All great, great stuff. Um and then uh, another thing is that this team, they are working hard. Um, that's for sure. That they're not just, you know, oh, yeah, we're cool. We're hockey players. Or like, no, this uh, this team is a winning team. And they want to continue winning. And that was very evident, uh, especially from uh, some of the older players as well as the coaching uh, from Coach Healy, that this team is a winning team and they want to keep it that way. Um, and that honestly, that if they keep going down the track, they're going that they could very well, not just win the ACC HL, um, and go on to nationals, but be winning those national tournaments and whatnot. And then eventually, you know, NC state could be to the ACC HL, what Bama is to the SEC in football. Like this team has potential, um, and they're, keeping it local, um, you know, with a lot of these players being from the uh, Raleigh area and surrounding uh, areas as well, that these players are growing up here uh, and learning how to play hockey here whether in their junior leagues and moving on up, you know, and then going to play at State, that these kids, they want to make this, you know, the Alabama uh, again, yeah, they want to make it that good. Um, and that's great to see. Uh, just that winning culture, it really does a lot. Um, that's something I spoke with Coach Healy about in our interview. If you hadn't listened to that already, just 
the winning culture that is kind of around just North Carolina hockey in general. Obviously, State is doing really well. Um, but then going on up, you get the Thunderbirds over in Winston-Salem doing well, the Marksmen over in Fayetteville, the Checkers in Charlotte, the Hurricanes, obviously. Like, just as a whole, North Carolina hockey is doing very well. Um, I think that really um, will do a lot you know, for the program moving forward is that all these kids are going to be growing up saying like, oh, yeah, this team is doing really well. This team's doing really well. I want to be like them. And then they're going to be putting in that work and whatnot. And then they're going to be, you know, on their junior teams. They're going to be playing hard. They're going to go to the college teams being playing really hard and then just on up and on up. And it's going to be great for North Carolina hockey as a whole. And something that uh, I really, really appreciated um, – was kind of watching um, how they're handling the whole COVID situation as well. Uh, all the masks and all the cleaning that's going in. Um, it was really interesting to see, you know, uh, just kind of what's going in. Obviously, no, that's only a little snippet of it. We're not going to see a whole lot because you don't want to give away too much of what's going on behind the scenes because other teams are going to see that. Um but just seeing what's going into the how teams are handling the whole COVID situation. We obviously have seen that stuff with the NHL. Um, we saw NBA. Like We're seeing it like on the really big scale stuff. But it's kind of interesting to see it, how it's being handled on the smaller scale. Um, and again, it's nice to know that these guys are doing what's right and handling it the right way. Um but I did really uh, find that pretty interesting is seeing the COVID preparations going in there. Um, and the big thing was those black ice pack hoodies are freaking nice. And I want one. <laughs> now, steering away from Hurricanes uh, for a little bit, um, it was obviously teased for quite a while that the Vegas Golden Knights uh, we're going to be unveiling third jerseys uh, for their alternate uniforms. Um, and that came out uh, this afternoon. Um, and it's kind of no surprise with their name, the route they went with. Because um, obviously, this podcast, you can't see the picture. Um, but you, know, you can go find it you know, on your own time. They kind of went the route I expected them to go. But I also am not a fan of these jerseys. They look very much like mustard. Um, so almost like Dijon mustard, I guess. Uh, but I, I'm not surprised they went that route, but I expected a little bit more uh, out of it. Um, but one thing that was cool that I noticed um, was on the jersey, they had the captaincy. Um, they obviously don't have an actual captain. They had a couple alternate captains, but not one to actually wear the C yet. Um, so evidently we're going to be getting one of those. Maybe, maybe, um, once stuff, uh, gears up for next season. Um, but that was interesting there. Uh, again, I'm not a huge fan of, them. I've seen some people be like, Oh, I love them. I love them. They're amazing. Personally, I, I don't really care for them. Uh, I really like their white jerseys. I, I, I do like those. Um, but yeah, these, I'm not a huge fan of them. Um, if you like them, awesome, fine, get you one, whatever. Um, but me personally, not a fan. 
Um, so that does it for today's episode, guys. Um, I'll try to get an episode out for you tomorrow, um, barring you know, nothing happening with work. Um, and that, you know, we be discussing any more hockey news that happens to come out. Obviously, we're gearing up for the draft and whatnot, so there may be some uh, last-minute trades and whatnot going on uh, pre-draft. So I'll be discussing any of that, as well as a little bit more talk of the NBA Finals uh, as well. And with that, I will talk to you guys later. Now go listen to the latest edition of Locked on NHL. Uh, the network's national NHL show. They're going to be talking about the draft a lot uh, with that coming up in just a few more days. Um, So you guys have a great rest of your day.